PFF NFL Daily. Today, discussing some NFL draft, namely over at PFF.com, our NFL draft mock draft simulator, Sam. The thing is hot right now because all the people want to know who is their team going to draft. They want to take the reins. They want to go do it themselves. And boy, is it a fascinating year. A year removed from... You know, the data telling us, hey, Trevor Lawrence is going to be the number one overall pick. Because that's right. We, we collect what people are picking. Number one in the mock draft sim. Everybody knew it was Trevor Lawrence. It was a slam dunk. Well, this year it's going to be completely different. Who are the Jags going to take? Nobody knows. But the top three, as of right now at PFF.com, Aiden Hutchinson. You've got Kayvon Thibodeau, a couple edge defenders. And then you have Evan Neal, an offensive tackle from Alabama. Because they already have a quarterback. And there's not really a clear cut number one. So... Boy, it's going to be an exciting draft season figuring out just who this top player is going to be for the Jaguars. Yeah, last year was kind of weird because not only was the, the number one pick kind of known for a bit beforehand, but it was like preordained for like two or three years right. beforehand. There were like, you know, brief couple of month periods where people would start throwing another name in there. Maybe Justin Fields will be number one or whatever. And then it was like, no, it's been Trevor Lawrence since day one. Like, that's who it's going to be. That's who it will be. Um, so that one was really not there was no kind of drama there at all we all knew it would be trevor lawrence the mock draft simulator the people simulating the drafts the the fans picking everyone knew it was going to be trevor lawrence it was done this year it's going to be different for a couple of reasons one there is no trevor lawrence style of quarterback and by that i mean you know a surefire prospect not necessarily a guy who's going to be amazing but a guy that everybody is convinced is the best quarterback prospect in the draft and therefore will go number one. And then two, because Jacksonville drafted Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville winds up right back at the top again with that number one overall pick. So even if there was one of those quarterbacks, the chances of them drafting him a year after taking Trevor Lawrence are pretty small. They would be trading back or they would be picking another position if they couldn't get out of that number one spot. So that leaves us now with this position that comes around every now and again, where what happens in the years where a QB isn't going to go number one. Yeah, and I think I think you're going to get comparisons to 2013. That was the draft where Eric Fisher, the offensive tackle for the Kansas City Chiefs, he went number one overall. Uh, no one would have predicted Eric Fisher at the beginning of the season. He was just you know this long-limbed, you know Mac tackle who was an intriguing prospect at the beginning of the season. He ends up going number one overall that particular season, in part because it was one of the weakest drafts in recent memory. And then in part because the quarterback class just was not good that particular year. There's other years where you have, say, Miles Garrett go number one overall, but he looks like a generational edge both in college and he has in the NFL. I think the problem with an Aiden Hutchinson or Kayvon Thibodeau, are they good athletes? Sure. Productive? Yes. It's But it's tough to put Thibodeau or Hutchinson in that same Bosa, Miles Garrett, Chase Young conversation. Those were the guys who all could have gone number one overall or did in Miles Garrett's case, and they've all pretty much produced at the NFL level and been exactly what you expected. I think there's a little bit more uh, doubt that comes with uh, Hutchinson or Thibodeau. And then you look at the Jaguars situation and just say, well, they need an offensive tackle. Cam Robinson's been franchised. He's probably not going to be back. Yeah, you got to start somewhere. But if you're the Jaguars, you don't want to take Evan Neal at tackle you don't want to take an offensive tackle number one overall there's this perfect world where you're going to trade down but who's going to trade up and what are they trading up for so puts the Jags kind of in a bind and very much like you know what the Chiefs did in 2013 that you know it could just end up being this 
let's get a solid starting tackle, even though it's number one, and you'd rather take that guy at five, six, or seven. Yeah, and those are the positions that people seem to default to when there isn't a quarterback, right? It's like there's no QB available. We we need to take a different position. And for some reason, the safest idea in people's brains is it's edge rusher or it's offensive tackle. And I don't know if that's if that is actually what I just said it was because they think they they're the safest picks or those are the old mode of thinking in terms of the most valuable picks, the right? Pillars, right? Those the are the hardest pillars. things. Yeah, the hardest things to get. You get the elite edge rush, you get the elite pass protection. That's how you build a team. But that's changed in recent years. We know that isn't necessarily how you build a team anymore. And actually, you need these valuable perimeter players. You need receivers that can make plays for the quarterback. You know, Jamar Chase, a perfect example, this past offseason. You need cornerbacks that can stop those receivers from making plays. And yet cornerback just doesn't go number one in the draft. So it is interesting to see if that pivot in the way teams are constructing their rosters generally and kind of building and seeing the game is going to have a trickle-down effect on the players that go at the top of the draft in these years where quarterback isn't it. Yeah, I want to talk about what the, one of those corners in a second here. Four teams remain in the NFL playoffs, though, and that means only four teams left for you to bet on at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can bet can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. You bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Not a new customer? That's fine. You can still experience the conference championships with same-game parlays. You combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. It's promo code PFF for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Derek Stingley. Sam, cornerback from LSU. He was so incredible as a true freshman, tapered off a little bit the rest of his career, and was injured. If you knew, and the Jaguars drafted Jalen Ramsey at four overall a few years ago, if you knew you were getting Jalen Ramsey, for instance, and I'm not saying Derek Stingley is definitely that, but if you knew you were getting Jalen Ramsey, he's going, he should go number one overall in this particular draft, right? Yeah, and the same thing is true. I use Jamar Chase as the example as well. But like if, if there was a Jamar Chase in this draft, Jamar Chase should go number one in this kind of draft. Like those are the players that are going to make as big an impact on anything you can do as a team of any other position. Like they're the next most impactful positions outside of quarterback, I would argue. So if there was one of those guys in this draft and Stingley might be the, the closest argument to one, you should be talking about drafting that guy number one overall. Instead, if you look at the mock draft simulator, it is a three-horse race between the old favorites, the classic positions. We've got Evan Neal, tackle from Alabama, 34.4% of the drafts are now selecting Evan Neal number one overall, so more than a third. Aiden Hutchinson, the edge rusher from Michigan, 28.1%, and then Kayvon Thibodeau, uh, 14.9%. So that's actually dropped off. It's more of a two and a half horse race than it is a three horse race when Thibodeau was the guy who for a, while, a long time was supposed to be the number one pick. And, you know, Hutchinson caught up and arguably surpassed him. And then Evan Neal is the guy that's made, made a late surge in these mock draft things. But those are the guys that all the 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 fans using our mock draft simulator, that's who they're, they're drafting. The 
the primary guy right now is Evan Neal, the monstrous six foot eight, three hundred and fifty pound tackle from Alabama. Who can do jump splits and all sorts of crazy stuff. He's who one can. of Bruce. I mean, who can't? But uh, it's not easy at our size, Sam, when you're my size or Evan Neal's size. It's not easy doing that kind of stuff. That man's got an extra 70 pounds on you. There's not I'm too aware. many humans that can say that. I am aware. He is uh, a special individual. So um, Iki Ekwanu as well from NC State, another guy that will be getting more buzz. I'm sure that he'll be picked number one overall. Our friend Dane Brugler from The Athletic had him going number one as a surprise pick in his most recent mock draft. Kind of changed the betting odds a little bit. But I think the overall discussion is fascinating. I think, again, in an ideal world, if you're the Jaguars, you're probably trying to trade down. If you're working the mock draft sim, see if anybody's willing to trade up with you because I think the Jaguars accumulating picks would be great. But I also think they should consider Derek Stingley. You know, you should consider the cornerback situation because the Jags, they have needs everywhere. Do they need to be able to cover better? Absolutely. Do they need playmakers? Yes. Do they need offensive line? Absolutely. Defensive line, pass rushers? They need it all. So the best way for the Jags to not only accumulate that talent, but also hit on that high-end talent, Stingley showed true number one corner, superstar type of potential as a true freshman. If he battles out, you know, back from those injuries, the payoff could be a Jalen Ramsey. And I think that might be worth it for the Jags rather than the quote-unquote safe play of an Evan Neal or an Iquanu at, at tackle. Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm 100% on board that he should absolutely be in that conversation. Interestingly, the other little bit of data you can glean from the, the mock draft simulator if you're using it is it shows you the percentage of the picks that are gone on a certain position. So edge rusher and tackle are obviously the two biggest positions. Combined, that's almost 85% of all the drafts have Jacksonville taking either an edge rusher or an offensive tackle. So one of those three guys essentially is comprising 85% of all those draft picks. So whether it's... um you know, Derek Stingley or anybody else you want to throw in there, it's it's a really small fraction of all those mock drafts that are being made. Do you think, though, that at least in terms of Aiden Hutchinson and Thibodeau, it's moving in the right direction? Because Hutchinson is the guy this year who had the kind of the season, right? The one year that catapults him into that kind of Joey Bosom, uh, Nick Bosom, Miles Garrett kind of range with a pass rushing grade above 90, a true set or true pass set pass rushing grade of 93 Point four, a ton of pressure. Like Thibodeau hasn't had a season quite like that. Yeah, that was always my concern with Thibodeau. And then with Hutchinson, yes, his production, 94 plus PFF overall grade up in that Bosa Garrett conversation. So that at least makes me feel better about right. Hutchinson. Plus, uh, he's going to test well and kind of tick all those boxes, I think, this offseason as well. So if the Jaguars do go Aiden Hutchinson, I think that's fine. But uh, I'm interested in the home run. I'm going to go there right now, Sam, over at pff.com, the mock draft simulator. Uh, go check it out for yourself. Actually, send us your uh, your Jaguars mock draft. So I'm, I'm interested to see what everyone else does at the top of the draft. But uh, for me, I'm going to play around with what happens with uh, Derek Stingley at number one overall. It's a PFF NFL Daily.